0: to the weekly podcast for City Chapel at Slaughter Creek, the world's okayest church right here in Austin. Get to know us better at citychapelchurch.com. We're so glad that you joined us today and hope you enjoy the message. All right. Well, today is
1: our birthday celebration for City Chapel. We're seven years old. Come on, somebody. And... Um, yeah, and so we just want to spend the rest of the day just celebrating the goodness of God, and uh, we're going to preach through story, which is kind of what the Bible does, actually. The whole Old Testament, most of it, anyway. So we're going to preach through story today. We're going to share the stories of City Chapel, and um, I've asked uh, Pastor Eddie to join me up here, and so Pastor Eddie, why don't you come on up. We've got a couple chairs here, and we are going to um, share together about the story of City Chapel. Yeah, you can give Pastor Eddie a hand. I'll get this microphone for you, Eddie. This is number one for the sound guys back there. And um, yeah, I'll
0: grab. Happy birthday, City Chapel. Oh, come on now, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, this is not just Pastor Harry's church, this is everybody's church, so. When we're saying happy birthday, we're saying happy birthday to everybody. Am I close enough? Oh yeah. I'm not Rowena, but I can get closer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Too much, too much. (laughs) don't want knees touching, but uh, you (laughs) know, okay. That's the new social distance, not (laughs) (laughs) knees touching. Well,
1: it it, it keeps changing, so you don't know. (laughs) Three feet, is it six feet? Um, no, I've asked uh, Pastor Eddie to come and share, and then the tech team has the joy of trying to figure out which picture we're talking about. Yeah. They have a list of pictures that we're just going to go through, um, and we want just, to just walk down the timeline of City Chapel um, and remember some of the stories. Some of you are new or brand new or relatively new, and um, just go year by year. Uh, it's fascinating to me that it's been seven years. Uh, on the one hand, it doesn't feel like you know, more than a week or so. I mean, it's like five minutes, you know, but on the other hand, it feels like a lifetime ago that we actually, like, launched City Chapel, and so uh, we just wanted to share with you some some of our favorite moments, and I guess some of the lessons that we've learned along the way, and I, I do believe that it'll be applicable to all of your lives, and um, hopefully we can see pictures of uh, all, of some of us, I guess, when we were better looking um, back younger. seven younger and better looking uh, slimmer back seven years ago so. gray
0: hair yeah I,
1: I didn't have a lot of gray hair back then. Yeah, don't be <laughs>
0: shocked when you see past your hair with darker hair
1: yeah <laughs> that's back when I had dark hair um, but no uh, we wanted to start just with the launch phase so um, uh, those of you that don't know City Chapel was birthed um, out of a, a really a, a, a vision that God had put in my heart when I was 14 years old so um, God called me to preach when I was 14, and I quickly began praying about planting a church. And, and I just had an idea. This is 1994. I had an idea of starting a church in a, in, in a theater. And uh, that was like really edgy back then. And I thought, man, it'd be great. You have comfortable seats, a cup, a cup a coffee cup holders. You know, our church we didn't have coffee because that was unholy. But um, I was like, I want to be a little bit unholy, a little rebellious. We'll actually have coffee. And and um, I just, I, I and so I shared that with Peter. And so Peter was like I don't know, 11, I guess. And so we were just dreaming about planting a church together. And that's always been a goal in my heart. And um, you know, and, and I followed the will of God. Went to Bible college. Then he called me to work for Tommy Tenney and I traveled around with him. And then we moved to Texas, and I got connected with Promised Land San Marcos, and and uh, I was very comfortable, very happy there. I was challenged. It was a lot of work, but I loved it. I had a great relationship with the pastors there, especially Pastor Robin, the senior pastor. He just kind of let me do whatever I wanted. Uh, like, I, we, we would just have outreach ideas. He'd be like, uh, sure. And I'd have sermon series ideas. He's like, sure, let's work on that. And so I got to preach a lot. I got to just do a lot, and the church was growing. We had about 350 people when we first started going. Um, and then seven years later, when we left, well, six and a half, when we left Promised Land, there was about a thousand people every Sunday. And we built a new building, a new, a, a bigger sanctuary. And it was just exciting. and uh, and, and actually, Peter had traveled and he was visiting like right after I had, I had announced that we were going to be leaving and planting a church and he was helping me put up a big banner and he's like man it's kind of a bummer you just get into this nice new building and then you take off and go meet in the theater somewhere or a school or who knows where you know and uh, and it was one of those things where I was I was sitting and praying during 21 days of prayer and fasting actually and God reminded me about this dream to plant a church. And I was, reading, um, I was reading news clippings from one of my heroes of my faith, uh, his name's Evan Roberts. And he was a big part of the Welsh revival in 1904. And there's this whole like two paragraphs where he talks about the fact that this is not just for this generation, this is not just for this time. This is a move that God is doing that's going to cover the entire earth. And he said something that I thought was really cool. He said, we have experienced the joy of knowing him, of knowing Christ, and we want to share that joy, share the wonder and beauty of Jesus. And uh, I don't know, when I read that, I said, yes, like, I want to do that. And I feel like I am doing that at promised land, but God, but God said, Hey, you could be doing that in a place where there is no church. You could be doing that somewhere else. And so I went and met with pastor Robin and I said, I kind of feel like maybe God's calling us to go. What do you think? And he prayed about it. He came back and he said, yes, I do believe that's what, what you should do. They brought us up front on a Wednesday night and said, Hey, Harry and Rowena are going to South Austin. And if anyone wants to go with them, they can go with them. And, um, which is an amazing thing for a pastor to do, by the way, most pastors are like, don't tell any, sneak out the back door. Maybe they won't notice you're gone, you know, and, uh, but no, Pastor Robin was kingdom-minded, and it was in that service afterward that you guys came up to us. We're like, we're going with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, so uh, a story I like to tell everybody about Pastor Harry is he's amazing at preaching, but back then he didn't want to, like, talk to anybody. He would preach, and then you'd see him kind of walk down the stage to the left, and then I don't know where he went. He he would just disappear. So on that night, uh the guy was already telling me and I'm me so and Priscilla that that so we further. were gonna help Pastor Harry. <laughs> and um and so <laughs> Can't get rid of him. So when he announced that, it, we were immediately we walked up to him after he got down from the stage and I said, Hey, we feel called to come help you at City Chapel. We don't know what that looks like. And he was kinda like Okay, <laughs> how about we meet? And so we met with him, and that was one of the things that I remember that was amazing about Promised Land is the way uh, they just blessed City Chapel from the yeah. from the very beginning. And there yeah. was a lot of people that followed us. Some of you guys are still here. Yeah, uh, about the Barnes are still here. Twenty-five
1: adults. Um,
0: well, I, I kind of the room. Well, my,
1: well, my face was because we literally never had a conversation. Right, before. right, like, right. It's I didn't here. know you at all, and your family was there, mm-hmm. and your sister or sister-in-law had just been hired on. Yeah, yeah, and so I did, like, I was like, we need to talk because this means you're not at promised land. So uh-huh. I was concerned about you guys. Yeah. Like, do you know what you're doing? Like, you know, like when John told Jesus, you want to sit at his right hand? He's like, you, <laughs> do you know, do you know what you're asking for? Like, yeah. so I was like, let's, let's talk and let's make sure that it's God yeah. and not just emotions or something. Yeah. And, it, and it was, we talked and it really felt that yeah. it was God saying.
0: Yeah, that. we also had a meeting We had Pastor Robin and, hmm. Uh, I, I quoted one of his things that he was talking about in one of his sermons, which was something about going out and using your gifts and things like that. And he was like, man, you were listening to that. I said, yeah. And you know, God's calling us to, you know, go to lunch with, with, with pastor Harry. So yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I still remember, uh, that day that he brought us up on, uh, was that Wednesday or was that Wednesday night night? in February, 2014? uh, Yeah. A lot of people standing in front and being blessed to go out and, uh. Yeah, Yeah, we prayed over. They prayed over. They commissioned us in
1: June. Yeah, Yeah, the commission. um, Yeah, and so I I do have a picture. Like the first picture is a picture of our living room wall at the time, kind of just before we launched. Um, I I just felt led to do this to print out all the names of everybody that was on our team so we could pray over them every every day. Me and Ro. This was our launch team. We have the Joneses at the bottom. Uh, Chris Mendoza. We have the Branhams, James and uh, T-Bear, uh, Diana yeah. Cantu, the Chavezes, um, the Flemings, uh, uh, the Fields, the Padrones, the Lopezes, Virginia, the Robledos. They were with us for a while. The Barnes. i I tell you what, if you're if if, Myers, if, if yeah, I tell Myers, you what, if Sam. if you're if you're one of the originals, if you're one of the OG, would you just stand Ooh. with us? If you're on the launch team. Would you stand? There you and recognize go. recognize you back there, Sam. <laughs> Sam and Sandy, you're on the launch team too, but you're up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Sam's back there in the back. Uh, the uh, I think they're they're, they're on here. Are the Myers. I love Sam and Sandy Myers and their kids, the Dodds, uh, Diana Alcantara, uh, the Deckers, uh, Rosemary Medina, Emilio Malacara, Emilio. anybody remember Emilio? Yeah. Uh, Fel- he he was a huge help. Felicia Segura, uh, Miguel, Jeff Derwawa. Um, Jessica Myers up there, the Gomez's, Robert Marianne, Robert Marianne they're, wa- they're us, watching yeah. from home. Some of these are watching from home um, as well, still. Uh, Evie uh, Isla was also with yep. us for a good while. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to recognize those people. The Chavez's left City Chapel to go launch a church, and so we sent them out, and uh, they're, they're meeting in their home in Big Spring, right? So um, yeah, all of the, actually some of these people just went back to Promise Land after a while, which was which was great. They helped us, got us going. They went um, yeah. And so I just wanted to honor these people and thank them because you never forget the people that help you get started, uh, the people that are there with you in the very beginning. And yeah. uh, without them, we would not be here. Without their tithing, without their giving, without their sacrifice. And there's a few that aren't on that wall. Um, I know uh, they came just a little bit later, like in December. Um, was, uh, Cheryl, Cheryl and yeah, Jim Cheryl. were with us, and um, uh, 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 they had yeah, the couple. They met at her house all the time. The small, group, Energizer um, small group. Um, Janie, I'm bad with Janie. Yes, Janie, Janie Ruiz. Janie and, Ar- Janie and Armando. Um, yeah, just some people that were with us in the very beginning, and they helped, they helped get us to where we're at. And this season, this launch season, was really uh, foundational for us. As a launch team, we decided our DNA was going to be outreach, and yeah,
0: big time. Yeah. Big time outreach.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, well, we never met for church. We didn't want people to be attracted to church. We did have a, a launch team meeting one time, and people actually invited people to that. And I said, what are you doing? Like, don't, 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 don't do that. Uh, like, invite people once we have church. But this is not church. This is a launch team meeting. And this is only for people who are ready to charge hell with a water pistol, you know? <laughs> Uh, now now, like in regular church it's like if you want to come and sit and just observe for a while that's fine but the launch team it had to be a certain like you couldn't have like milk chocolate soldiers you know because they were going to melt like this is this is serious and so I was I was very like exclusive about who like we don't just want to open this up to everybody but come launch day we're going to open up to everybody and their mother and invite them all to come in uh, which which we did but during that time we had a VBS in the in the park, I think we have a picture for that. Actually, our first well, VBS yeah, we
0: well, kids club. We did a kids club before kids club that we're doing at Elm Grove. We were actually going to neighborhoods and doing kids club. Yeah, and, in yeah, the center. And this was at Garley Creek. And so, uh, one of the memories I have about this is like Pastor Harry said he didn't really know me and Priscilla yet. And so we're we're planning this right and everything. We're getting volunteers ready. The the there's teaching, there's games. It's just like kids church, but out in the park. And so uh, Pastor Harry and Rowena calls us, hey, we're going to come over and we want to see you teach us the lesson. And I was like, oh, man. Surprise, surprise, practice. I was like, babe, uh, the pastors are coming. They want us to preach in front of them. And so I had never done that. I was so nervous to do that. But I, I got to know Pastor Harry and Rowena. You guys did great. We just wanted to make sure because yeah, we also yeah. hadn't seen yeah. you teach. We're yeah, like, yeah. oh, we hope these guys so know I'm Just doing. making sure that we're going to teach about the right stuff about God. So, yeah, that was great. We had a lot of people help us with that. <laughs> so many and kids And So got many saved. kids show
1: up. And, yeah, God's. So saved. many kids. And we continued doing that for a yeah. few years after we started yeah. City Chapel until yeah. we got our building. Now we have VBS here. Yeah. But um, just going into the neighborhoods, into yeah. the communities was something that was a part of. Yeah. We, we've all volunteered at the Wiener Dog races in Buta. Yeah. Um,
0: The inflatables, we had a million inflatables inflatables. and they needed an army to watch those kids not get hurt or... For sure, and I think we
1: have a couple pictures maybe of that, I don't know, but um, it was one of those things where churches will rent out booths at at, at the wiener dog races in Buda, and we felt led, like instead of just promoting ourselves, like, and not that that, I'm not throwing shade at anybody who does that, but we just felt led, like, I just asked the guy, do you guys need help with anything? and uh he said well yeah actually the boy scouts were supposed to do this and they weren't able to and so could you guys do it we're like yeah and so it 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 helped set our dna we traveled around to from september forward every sunday we we were at a different church um, and we would come early to help set up and we always we didn't go to big churches we went to churches in schools and different places because we said this is going to be what we're going to be doing yeah. and so we would show up extra early they would be like really happy for the help but they'd be like oh who are these people and, and we would help set up in different things but it helped us learn from other churches yeah uh, we didn't want to just just make reinvent the wheel we wanted to see how they do things how, how are their greeters how is their coffee team what what's their worship like what does it feel like to be a visitor because you can be a, at church I grew up in church and I told I haven't been a visitor like this is just my second home people think I sleep here you know and uh, but to go back to being a visitor for three months it felt like it felt like we were homeless after a while and it was really good and eye-opening to say okay when people come into our church this is how we need to make them feel because this is how I know I felt when I walked in I didn't know where the bathroom was I didn't know and so anyway that's been a part of our DNA as well from the launch
0: yeah I still remember how that felt like just visiting other churches you're like okay we're launching with pastor harry there's a team we're gonna have church already but then he's like no no no. we're gonna go visit a church and i was like it felt weird but it was actually great like he said we learn a lot of things from watching other churches do church yeah uh, some of the things that we do in kids church like the vfp tag that was something i got from the church but we just uh, modified it for our own way and made it fun, but the, the tag was like, "Okay, I like that idea, but I'm going to change it a little bit." So, um, even with the adult church, I'm sure you know there's a lot of things that we learned from that, and uh, yeah. a lot of oh yeah, the things the churches we visited were uh, set up and teardown teams, and so you guys don't know that you're sitting comfortable in a chair right now.
1: Just but before in, yeah.
0: You just walk in, but before, in the beginning, we were a set up and teardown team. That means every chair was set up every equipment was set up on the stage yeah uh, pipe and drape we had a million pipe and drape oh man cuz when we yeah, were Yeah we'll in get a school, into
1: that we'll get into yeah, that yeah we'll get into
0: that so I'm 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 kind of jumping the gun jumping but I'm, ahead, I'm priming but... you guys for that
1: yeah no and it, we also wanted to be a blessing we wanted other pastors to know we're not here to fight with them we're not trying to steal their people right. um, we just want to be a blessing to them so i would encourage all of our people like give offerings and tithes when we go to this church. Just, just bless them. Uh, we had, we had one family that was, that was collecting all of the free mugs and cups and stuff, you know, and finally I was like, dude, like seriously, how Getting many, collection. how many cups do you need? You go to Walmart, buy a cup, like don't take their stuff, like, because we're not coming back, like, come on, they're, like, we want to give to them, give them a cup or something, I don't know, and so, uh, yeah, we really worked on that, but during that season, we had to, we had to help, but during that season, man, we, we we were so creative. We we posted an ad in Craigslist. Um, under the under the jobs listing, but we were like, we can't pay you anything except hugs and uh, we need help, you know? And I remember one girl, back when it was just a few of us on the team, one girl um, responded to that. And she, she said, okay, you know, I, I, it sounds like a cool church you guys are starting. I'd like to know more about it. So me and Ro met with her at Starbucks and it was so cool. She was the first, she ended up being the first girl, first woman that we ever baptized. And we baptized her before we even launched uh in a a swimming pool yeah and um and so and so she 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 met with us and she said uh she she told us she said that she came from east austin and the last time she remembered being happy she was serving in a church and she had moved to austin she was from east texas i mean and she had moved to austin and got caught up in some stuff that she shouldn't have and she was a dancer at that time. And uh, her dad had just passed away and she was just looking for something and she got on Craigslist and she was like, okay, let me find a church where I can serve and I can work because I need a job because I feel like I should quit this job. And um, we said, well, uh, we're not gonna pay as well as that job but we do think you should quit that job, and, uh, you know, we will definitely be a family for you. We will love you, and so she was actually one of the ones at that. Like, I remember her and I going door-to-door, inviting kids to come out, sweating in the, we, for some reason, we decided to do this in July, which was the dumbest thing ever. One of the things we learned. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we learned from that. Oh, my gosh, Um, but anyway, I just remember just the life change that happened in Jessica, and she got married here in our church, and they went out to another church, and and it's awesome like like the goal i never wanted to plan a church just to collect people and make them stay forever um, i really wanted to grow the kingdom of god and i want to see people saved and transformed i want to see them get connected with jesus and then wherever god leads them from there like that's between them and god and i'm, I'm happy for that and so i'm thrilled i mean I, I read some of those names and i just like god's still doing stuff And uh, I know you don't know a lot of those names, but I know all of those names, and I know those people, and I know what God's doing, and I'm excited uh, to see that, to say I was a part of that, you were a part of that, we were a part of God, because it's a long game. God's got a long plan for people's lives. It's not just this week, you know? So I just encourage you, if you've had a bad week, it's all right. God's got a long plan for your life, and you can come back. And uh, it's a long journey, sure, but it's worth it. And God is so faithful. And so, dear, I remember just before we launched... Um, uh, my dad was, uh, we, he walked into an emergency room because he felt like he was having some heart issues and he's never had heart issues before. And, um, uh, they hooked him up to an EKG unit and they said, uh, Mr. Fleming, you're having a heart attack right now. We need to get you to this other hospital in, um. Uh, in uh, Dearborn, I think. Anyway, it's, for, it's about a half hour drive, uh, uh, ambulance drive away. So they get him right into the ambulance. He died like three different, two different times on the on the way there. They had to get the electric things and you know shock him back to life because he just he he, he was he was gone. And um, they got him back. And so, and so anyway, dad was by himself. He just felt like he should check himself in. So he called mom uh, and just told her, I'm checking myself in. And then she didn't hear from him. And so she called him and she talked to the ambulance driver and they're like, ma'am, we're just trying to keep him alive. We're taking him here. And, and so she called us and our team began praying. And this is about three, three weeks before launch. And it was so interesting how the enemy, when you're, when you're doing what God wants you to do, the enemy will come against you in ways he's never come against you before. And you can really get disillusioned with that. And you can get really scared about that. Um, but I remember Cheryl. Cheryl was praying, and Cheryl said she had a vision. She was a very, very prophetic woman. And she had a vision. She'd never seen my dad before, but she described him. And he was sitting up in the hospital bed, and he was fine. And so she said, I just feel like these are lying symptoms. Like the enemy is just trying to shake your faith. And so you need to just hold on to your faith and just wait, like God's gonna take care of this. And so we stood on that word and uh, that was scary. And uh, the next morning, sure enough, dad was sitting up and the doctors ran all these tests and they said, we don't think Mr. Fleming ever had a heart attack because there's no damage to his heart whatsoever. There's, they were they put a little uh, tracker, I don't know what it's called inside of his chest for like a month or six weeks to see if there's any irregularities, nothing. Like it was, it was like he never, It was like it never happened. And we said, well, it definitely happened. He was hooked up to the AKG unit. You guys had to shock him multiple times. And they're like, yeah, but this is, we don't know what happened, because he's perfectly fine. And so I just wanna encourage you that if you're in a difficult situation, starting to move toward God, and it's like stuff is hitting you from out of nowhere that's never hit you before, just stay true, hold on to God. Uh, get some prayer warriors around you. Get 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 some prophetic people to speak into your life and give you heaven's perspective, and it'll it'll strengthen your faith and it'll give you the faith to hold on just a little bit longer. And um, yeah, God's gonna come through.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. About you know you taking a step, um, God's calling you into something, and and you're taking that first step, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's just coming into a church or joining the team or doing whatever for god serving you know god uh god is gonna be there for you and yeah. there's things that are gonna happen the enemy is going to attack you that that happened to us too you know with me and priscilla we were fighting about things that didn't make sense it's like mm. why are we fighting but, but but it was because the enemy mm. even with my kids like things were happening between me and my kids uh, you know you you guys see us as this you know perfect family but we're not you know we have our own struggles mm. with each other, me and my, my wife, and our children, but, you know, that, that took a lot of praying, a lot of conversation, but, like I said, the enemy is going to attack you, but it's it's up to you to believe that, hey, God told me to do this, and if he called you, called you to do that, he's going to walk you through that. We're not, we're not going to be here, we're not here seven years, because we didn't do that, you know, we, we were called to do something to birth this child that's not yeah. now seven years old in the elementary class running around screaming but um no this is seven
1: and, dog years seven,
0: seven dog years so one year old
1: <laughs> yeah we're about ready to retire yeah. this is great it's but yeah we want to just, just encourage
0: you guys it's 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 gonna be tough but man god's god's gonna be there and you know us celebrating our birthday yeah. is just an evidence of that. Yeah. And
1: God provided in so many ways. Like I, I I just can't tell you all the ways we, we had all these fundraisers, which were horrible. They're not fun. (laughs) Fundraisers are not fun. I'll tell you. And, uh, but we tried our best to make them fun, but we were still really short on funds. And, um, I remember one night I was up about two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and I was out in my property. We had a five acre farm and I was just praying because we just didn't have enough. To buy speakers and to buy things that we needed to start a church in America. Now, if we were in China, fine, we have enough to start a church because people don't expect to have speakers. You don't have to have a microphone. You're in a you're in a basement somewhere. But in America, like you need a microphone and you need and these things cost money. And I just like we, we I mean our our team was giving so much. We were doing everything we needed to do, and I was just like God, what what in the world? Like why would you call me to do something and then not give me what I need to do it? Like, this just doesn't sound like you. This doesn't feel right. And, uh, and, and I remember God spoke to me and he said, Harry, if you knew how determined I was to start City Chapel, you would, you would let go of, you would take the burden off of yourself. Because it's not, like, if you knew how determined I was to fulfill my promise to you, you would take the burden off of yourself. You would, you would release yourself of that burden, and you would say, okay, God's going to take care of it. And so, and so that's where God spoke to me, and he said, you do have the resources, you're just not using them right. And uh, that's how God speaks to me. So I went back to my little laptop, and I had, I had delegated stuff, and I, I had had different people research how much this costs and that costs and that costs. And I went through every line item and I just slashed all those things. I found them for cheaper or used. We didn't have market pl- Facebook marketplace at the time. We had uh, uh, a Craigslist. We had uh, scratch indent speakers. Like, we, like we'll like, we just go as cheap. And so anyway, uh, we ended up having enough for what we needed and we launched and it was, a, it was an amazing day. I think we have some pictures of that. We started in the Cinemark Theater here in South Park Meadows um, on launch day. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a good picture of all the folks who came to celebrate yeah. with us in that theater, and um, many of them were friends and family who were flying back afterward. Uh, Pastor Robin was there from Promised Land. Different ones just celebrating with us. We might have another picture. We had a bazillion pictures from that day. It was an amazing day. There was like, yeah, there's Ro, um, Dallas, is Dallas, and Noah back there, oh. and, and um, <laughs> Dallas, actually, he was just—we didn't even know that he sang. We just asked him to play guitar for us because we we were looking for someone. And he just kind of jumped in there. And um, different ones were there also. Uh, uh, I I remember a picture of of Myron out there, and Candace was singing. And uh, man, we just—anyway, we 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 did the best with what we could, and it was amazing. I I think eleven people got saved that day which by the way we've kind of recorded throughout time all these different people who have made decisions for Christ and baptisms and so many so many things like that. Yeah, this is pre-launch,
0: pre-launch. I just
1: wanted to show that we got a little Matthew there and Christian. We to kind of get the word out about the church, to get the word out about the church, we started a move in ministry. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had we had some realtor friends and we gave them cards. And we said, look, if anybody's moving into the area, give them our card, we'll show up with our shirts on and help them move into their property and then welcome them to our church. And so not many people took us up on it because it's Texas, but this was one family that did. And yeah. These guys were always serving right in the thick
0: of it. Yeah, um, that was before Matthew was taller than Christian. Yeah,
1: that was <laughs> back in the day. Uh, I don't know what whatever slide you have next. You can check it. Out. I might have forgot some things. So this was street ministry. So sur- shortly after we launched, we would go out to the streets on Monday night and pray with people. And somebody just snapped that. I don't know. Lots of us were out there, and um, that was that was really cool. So so year one, 2015. All right. So we've spent too long on launch. We need to we need to speed up a little bit. I spent too long. I'm sorry. I I talked too much. So year one, 2015. um, Yeah. And if if Pete can just keep going through them, uh, that that was a women's, our first women's Women's retreat. And uh, man, the women's small group. Yeah, we can leave that up for a second. The women's small group was awesome. Um, They were rocking and rolling. I remember... um, I remember Noah gave her life to Jesus in one of those, smog, in that one of those small groups before we even launched. And uh, experienced so much freedom, and uh, people were praying over her. So, yeah, those ladies, there's Ro in the middle, um, and... Uh I don't know, those ladies were awesome, and we're still in contact with, with, with a lot of them, and we're yeah. thankful for everything that they, that they did. Uh, year one was great. We started with like a big launch day, and then we shrunk, 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 um, until we got down to, to like, like just under 100 people, um, and that was kind of the core of, of what our church would be. Um, we had our first Easter. That's when um, uh, 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 JT, and, JT Alma and Alma joined, joined. us. Alma's like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my whole family in here and she did she literally did and some of you are still here today. Um, how many of you how many of you joined us in year one? You joined us in 2015. Raise your hand. Let's give it up for you. We've got Terry, Laurel, we've got the, Jonathan, Danielle, anyone else? If you're watching from home and you joined us in year one, let us know. Um, it was a it was a scary year. Uh, for me it was wonderful in terms of ministry but oh my gosh uh, it's it's a scary thing to start a church you don't know week to week what's going to happen but i think we do we have any pictures of set up and tear down we were in that theater every sunday not really anyway setting up tearing down putting up so much piping and drape um, we would although in the theater we didn't put up not, as, not much. as much in the theater but setting up the sound system the stage i got i got i got a little bit bulked oh. up from the those stages like, we had yeah. six stages. They were 175 pounds each. And yeah. we had to run them up this ramp and then carry them down the steps of the, of the, the steps theater, the bottom of put them the theater. down in the front. But we had to end service at an exact time. And I'm really bad at that. And I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I tend to go t- talk more. And um, anyway, and so they would be starting, sometimes starting the movie. People are coming yeah. in. People we're are coming in with their popcorn. <laughs> but what was really cool, though, is one, we had a church that smelled like popcorn. And that's, that's the, anoint- yeah. that's the yeah. anointing, right? Yeah. there and two we had people that came for a movie and they ended up coming to church yeah. multiple people that joined us yeah. in year one stayed for multiple that. years they came for a movie, and they end up joining us for church. I remember uh, Marty and Franco. I don't know if you guys remember yes, Marty and Franco. Marty man, and Franco. They showed up on launch day because they got one of our mailers. We mailed out 40,000 mailers, and um, they got one of them. It was up on the top of their fridge for like a week, and like Saturday night, they were at the end of their rope. I mean, they were really in a tough space, and they, they looked at our mailers. They're like, why don't we just try this new church? And they came and gave their lives to Jesus and recommitted in their marriage, and, and we just saw God use them so much, and then they started serving others. They were a big part of the coffee and donut ministry for a long time. We and would then, meet
0: in their home too for um, yeah, prayer
1: night. Yeah, we'd meet there for yeah. 21 days so of prayer their before we had a building. We'd meet in people's living rooms and uh, we met in their living room and they, I mean, just to see what God did in them, what God did in their son. Um, it was so amazing. And then even after they left our church and joined another church, he would still come and he works on air conditioning. He would work on our air conditioning yeah, he units here, here and we got to catch up with them. And I remember the last time he came, he said that he'd just been diagnosed with cancer. And so man I said well let 's pray for you right now, and so we prayed for him, but uh, the cancer kept getting worse, and he passed away uh, just a couple of a uh, couple of years ago and um, i don't know it's awesome to know I believe I know where he is um, i, I I've, obviously i don't know that anybody can say with ultimate certainty, but I do believe that he had real faith in jesus he he showed that faith through his life and and it's awesome that we could be a part of something that lasts not just seven years, but 70 million years yeah. uh, and beyond, that we could be a part of that story. So
0: Yeah, one of the things I remember about their story is that before coming to church, they would plan trips to Vegas and just with their friends go party, go drink, and stuff like that. Yeah. And God would move them. And it's like, you know, what are we going to do this summer? And they're like, no, we're going to participate in church stuff. Just, we're going to open our doors do whatever, and yeah. I remember they would would say that, it's like, it's not in our, we're not wanting it anymore, like, God removed that want, yeah, yeah, because they found something better, and it helped their marriage, That's true. and so that was, yeah, we uh, never were like, don't go to Vegas, yeah, yeah, we uh, never, yeah, God, God was telling, they
1: came that, and told us, like, yeah. we don't feel, we don't feel like we even want to do that, what can yeah. we do, and we're like, well, we're serving in this neighborhood, so yeah. how would you come help us, and so, so that was yeah. amazing to see, Marty's in probably. there somewhere, I don't see her, but I saw her before,
0: Right there, Next to Evie. There she is, the next
1: to Evie in the green. She's in the. the she's got the glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So then uh, Dallas joined us that year too. Toward the end, started leading worship. That was awesome. Uh, then year two, 2016. How many of you joined us in 2016? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Nice. Peter, did did you you joined us in 2016, right? Peter and his family joined us in 2016. Yeah, we baptized people in in river rivers. baptism. Yeah, and uh, that was awesome. That was still from our first year. But uh, 2016, I think Carol uh, joined us, and Carol and Nick joined us in 2016 as well. Some folks watching online. Uh, it was in 2016 that we went to the school. So we were in the Cinemark Theater for over, a little over a year, mm-hmm. and then they told us they were going to do some remodeling and basically going to tear down and swap out all these seats. And it was going to take a couple of months. And so we said, well... We don't have a couple of months, so we, so we looked around, and nearby there was this little elementary school, Williams Elementary, and uh, it's pretty run down, but uh, it was close to the location. So we said, okay, uh, let's go there. And so we started setting up and tearing down yeah. there, and that's where we spent uh, about $10,000 in more pipe and drape. Yeah, And the we covered, and I mean, work. every wall, that's kids' church. Uh, there's Jonathan, there's some, some yeah, of our kids. Yeah, Jonathan. Uh, we covered every wall and pipe and tray because we didn't no want no to see way. those white cylinder blocks and feel like kids were in prison, you know? We wanted, <laughs> I mean, school, sorry. Uh, we wanted people to feel a little better than that. And so, uh, man, that first year, we also started Keep Kids Fed during that yes. time. Um, because of the, our connection with the school, we noticed mm-hmm. that so many of the kids um, relied on school breakfast and lunches. And so we said, well, what do you do during the summer? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. So we sent home letters with all of the, 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 the parents and like eight kids responded. And there was, I think it was three parents. And so we would deliver food to them. And that's how Keep Kids Fed Ministry came to be. And Carol's in charge of that. And uh, Nick and Carol were running it for a long time. I think we have a picture of Nick and Carol with the... Yeah, there it okay. is. We got some Poppy and uh, Leisha and they can carry some bags and keep kids fed and uh, god just continued to grow that ministry yeah. um toward the end of that year though uh something really sad happened yeah. uh, hector passed away mm-hmm. uh, tragically alma and um jt's son and um, God brought about some great things out of that. I mean, even at Hector's funeral, several people gave their heart to the Lord. I officiated the funeral and we saw God do things through that, but it was difficult as a church, a church that was growing, a church that was exciting, and then suddenly a church that was hurting and grieving. And I remember, like, all of October and November, there was, like, hardly, like, maybe 50 people came to church. And the ones that were there were very sad. And so we, it, it changed the complexion of our church. We became more comforting to those people. And we were going to walk with them and, and um, deal with that that grief because a lot of families were affected by that. And so um, I'm thankful for everybody who stuck with us through through that that difficult time, it was a difficult time as, as a church. I know it was a more difficult time for the family and for the loved ones, but for us as a church, we were all feeling it. Because when you're that small, I mean, you just you just all feel it. And so we made it we made it through that. And toward the end of that year, I just felt led to have our first Christmas uh, service. Uh, the year before, uh, we tried to have a Christmas outreach where we had candle lights in the in in local neighborhood. And, yeah, and, at River Ridge off of At Slaughter. River Ridge, yeah. And it was cool, but I said, let's let's have a Christmas Eve service and let's do the toy drive. And so... Man, you guys donated so many toys. We had our first toy drive. Peter rode, drove the bus to pick people up who couldn't make it, and uh, it was packed. It was like the biggest service we had had. It was like 125 people, and we were like, "Woo!" And uh, it was it was awesome. And we were able to reach out to the community and end and end the year doing what we've always done, and that is love God and love people. Um, even when times are difficult, we're going to continue to love God and love people. And so, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, how, how many of you guys joined us in 2017? Who who joined us in 2017? You got some folks back there, Jackie nice. and uh, Poppy. And you were there in 2016, but you didn't raise your hand. Right, that's, okay. Awesome. Yeah, you can give it up for the 2017 folks. They've been around for a while. Thank you, guys. The is back there and Anybody else? 2017, 20 Oh, the Grady's? Yes, yes. Um, I think so. And then, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, 2017 was our, uh, we, we continue to have uh, Halloween outreaches, but I remember 2017 was our biggest Halloween outreach. We decided to like partner with the school and have it at the school. Yeah, at the school, so we,
0: we did it there.
1: Yeah, we had so many people, uh over like 200 people come through and uh, we got to bless them and, and just pray over them. And we continue with our DNA that we're not so concerned about religious rules, like you can't talk about Halloween, yeah. um, that, that we're not gonna reach out to our community. And so we are definitely going to do that. And, of course, there were some religious people that didn't like it, but I, we just prayed for them, and, and, and it was good. Um, we, uh, I think we have pictures. I don't know. You guys can feel free to move through pictures. We're definitely talking faster than you're scrolling. Um, got that, That's a Christmas party. Some folks yeah. that were with us in 20, I think it's still 2016, Robert, Marianne. Uh, 2017 is when, is this when we had the, the, the football flag, one? The flag flag football. football
0: to raise money for uh, Penn yeah, we wanted spread. to
1: raise cans yeah. for for uh, our pantry. And so we challenged other churches to flag football. We we crushed other churches in flag football. Crushed them. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. We also did the volleyball, yeah. uh, spike, spike it, on, spike on, it hunger. on hunger. So we had the volleyball. Tur- I don't know if we have yeah. any pictures of that. But yeah, volleyball uh, tournaments. We just challenged oh. different churches and games that we were good at.
0: And um, There's a picture <laughs> of the trash bag. If you guys are wondering what oh, that yeah. is, we... Um, we uh, adopted a highway off of uh yeah four right yeah okay. so we were gonna clean a stretch of highway and our, our name got to be put on the on the sign yeah that and was so i did um, that for like a year or two we adopted yeah. a freeway or a little solace's sister um was leading that all right for a little bit yeah yeah javanese. yeah javanese was yeah. leading that so i remember that i remember the davidson that was kind of the first year you guys kind of joined the church and you guys were out there with your kids it was that. hot. <laughs> we were still learning. <laughs> yeah, he, made, he invented little
1: pokers to get the trash so you, you could grab it and stuff and clean up. Uh, once the again, bending was hard, you know? Oh, man, yeah, my back was so sore after that. Uh, anybody come in year four, number uh, 2018? Who joined us in 18? The Davidsons, the Fentons, nice. Anyone else? Right at the end of 18? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys for being with us. 2018 was was exciting. That's when, um, uh, in the beginning of 2018, that's when I felt led to um, look for a building, and I announced it to the church, and we began praying about it, and we we had a, uh, a an offering fund called Passion for the House, and uh, we challenged everybody to give above and beyond, and it was it was amazing. Within about six months, we had raised something like forty thousand dollars. Um, to find a place and to and to fix up a place and then we found this place and it was just a warehouse and so we budgeted and we had it all set and um, and then in September of 2018 we moved into this location where we wouldn't have to set up and tear down anymore where we could just leave it set up you yeah. set it up once I was looking leave. forward to that come on 7 in the morning that's our opening day and that was an awesome it day. was still at
0: work so it was <laughs>
1: very much still at work it was yeah. ugly it was so ugly in here yeah.
0: and uh people but it was it was so packed like it was were chairs from here back But
1: like know. we had people there like I can't believe like this is what we were we. <laughs> I was like hold on it'll get pretty give us some time Yeah yeah give us some
0: time give us some time it'll but, get pretty But I remember the uh the group of people that came and just blessed us to transform oh, this man. place because uh there's always something about Taking something that was what it was, the warehouse. Like you said, it was just, was the warehouse? Like you said, it was just ugly. But then you see this, and we call it our own. I remember uh, cleaning up and getting ready for our first service. It's like, man, God just blessed us with a building that we can just show up and have ministry and do do all sorts of stuff. We don't have to call anybody and arrange anything. We can just come open. Like, hey, you want to come hang out at the church? We can do that. Yeah, and so it was really amazing. But there was a lot of demolition that happened on that side of the the church. Uh, some people got got uh, over jealous with the uh the jackhammer and the sauce also. Oh man, yeah. We came back trying to fix that.
1: <laughs> there was some blood there's some blood in the walls. Yeah.
0: There was a uh a bunker that was there were um I remember
1: Danielle going at that thing. I just remember her yeah. with the sledgehammer. She was just going at it. she we, she that was therapy. Yeah, so was yeah. Just,
0: there were some people like I need some therapy. Give me a, a sledgehammer. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time I met Alan. He was helping me on the on that's the wall. Right. We forgot to put uh, insulation. <laughs> so the wall's are already open. We're trying to shove sh- insulation in it, so that was
1: the first time. Was that, got, did you guys join the church then, or were you just serving? Were I think they were helping just helping, helping us. Just helping out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think so. But yeah, they, they did serve at different times, yeah. just because we were connected to them. But
0: Yeah, we started hearing about Rocky's church at, at, at that time. That yeah. They had a church oh, yeah. that met, and they, they would uh, serve people. So
1: Eddie, Eddie started hearing about it at that time. That's when he started hearing about Me, it. Me, anyway. Yeah. I
0: know you guys know them. No, man, like all
1: him. of the labor to do up this place was donated, except for this wall. We paid a guy to do this wall because we thought we should do it right. He didn't finish um, it. are you know, like, that's pretty important, <laughs> that wall. That's pretty important. So um, to build that wall, and then, and then, and then he quit yeah. because cause we had kids in here. He didn't like kids. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. So we're like, man, kids are helping. We're all helping. Yeah. But anyway, so we had to finish it, but um, to build around this wall and all that kind of thing and so um yeah all of this stuff was done by other people um just for free and i remember we were here at two o'clock in the morning night before we started uh, they like a group of guys we wanted to watch the, the 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 texans game so somehow we got it on a tv so that they'd stay here and keep working while we watched the texans the 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 the, the, the university of texas uh, Longhorns, sorry, not Texans, this the Longhorns that were playing, and um, yeah, they were really, so we wanted to show that, because it's Saturday night, and so they watched the game, they worked on the stage, and, um, and yeah, we didn't we have a
0: stage yet, this, this top was not there yet, and we're still so they so and... they got
1: the top on, and it was still super ugly, but it was up, mm-hmm. and I mean, the worship was awesome, everybody was so, uh, we were just packed in here, it was like sardines, it was not up to code, um, but uh, we just had a great time of worship, and that was. A, and that that kind of began just a really cool season in our church where we we had this building. And every Sunday, you guys would come in, and we would have TVs up on the wall, or we would have something. Light changes. We'd actually have lights, or we you know actually had the, the ceiling painted, and all kinds of things. All these changes um, throughout that time that that were really really cool. Pete and I always have this
0: ongoing joke about we, we would work, and Pete didn't get to really be a part of the demolition because they. Or were you? Yeah, yeah, you were. I'm sorry. But P-, P. and I would always talk about, okay, you know, we painted the ceiling black. I wonder how many people would actually notice that. And sure enough, six months later, it's like, y'all painted the ceiling? Yes, we did.
1: Yeah, yeah. My favorite is when we added the haze machine. They're like, it's kind of kind of dusty in there. I don't know. It's yeah, like, or, or, uh, or
0: someone thought there was a fire going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> was like it's smoky. I'm like, do you know the smell of smoke? But anyway... <laughs> They, it was it was haze. It's the it's the anointing. This the glory the glory cloud. Our, our haze machine's broken right now. That's why we didn't have it today. But have y'all
0: been praying about that? They've been praying against our haze prayer. machine. God, the haze machine, the haze machine guy.
1: I knew I shouldn't have taught them about fasting. It makes their prayers more effective. Yeah, more effective, really more effective prayer. Come on, people. All right, we need to order two more haze machines. So, front and back. Oh, uh, Robio! Oh. That's from 2019. So how many of you came in 2019? Raise your hand if you joined us in 2019. There we go. We got Alan and Michelle and the kids and Megan and Larson's right on the cusp there. Um, I think also Bailey and, and Ryan, uh, different ones. I think Blue and Jimmy, I want to say. Uh, anyway, as, as several who are still here came in 2019, and um, but man, 2019 was rough. What I remember from 2019, I remember all of you all who joined us um, because you all made it, helped us survive, let's put it that way. I mean, literally, um, 2018 was so exciting, we got the building, we got in, and then um, in December and January, January, February, March, April, like I think we had about 10 families leave, 12 families, something like that. Um, If I thought of it, you know, the mass exodus as we refer to it. Um, And it wasn't all bad. Some people just went to other churches. Um, There was one family that was not, it wasn't good and they were sharing things and and making stuff up and then there was the people that listened to them and and that's always so difficult as a pastor. But what was interesting, though, is during that season, you know, it got it got kind of it got a little scary. Like I met with with the staff and I said, guys, like just just simply financially, um, we're reaching the place where we can make it for another two or three months and then we can't pay rent. Um, Like that's just where we're at. And so we need to pray, and I never once stood up in front of you guys and said, we need money. I never did that. I never even talked about money. Uh, we believe that we should ask God for money and ask people to obey God. So that's, that's, our, that's our plan. Um, because really, if all we do is get money from you and we haven't taught you to obey God, then we failed as pastors. Uh, We just got money. And so we don't want just money. We want people to be obedient to God. And if people are obedient to God, God knows our needs and he'll give us what we need. And if we're spending more than we need, he'll show us that too, right? (laughs) And we'll cut back a little bit. And so literally uh, I met with Robert who was at that time our one trustee. We had three and two of them left the church (laughs) like within a couple months. And so I'm meeting with him at the beginning of the year and I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't, I, like, this is where we're at. This is how much money we have in the bank. This is how much it cost us every month. Uh, we just moved into a building, which cost us more than the school. And I said, we're just, if we can survive, I just feel like God's going to come through. If we can tighten our belts and just only spend what we need. And if not, you know, um, like, me and Ro, we'll give up our, our salary first, we'll, we'll set it aside. And so that was the plan. And pretty much from January on, it was so interesting. Roe and I uh, made a decision together that our salary would go from the church. If if it got low, low, if it got that low, I mean, our salary didn't even cover the rent, but it would get it would help. And right after that, God began blessing our family. Through uh, we 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 have a property with horses and stuff, and people just started coming to us and were like, can you look after our horse? Can you look after our? Can we hire you to do this? Can we hire you to do that? And we're like, uh, okay. And it was so interesting. God, within a couple of months, basically let us know, okay, look, you're okay even if you lose the church's salary. Like God is so faithful that even when you're struggling, I'm telling you, if you'll trust him and if you'll keep loving people and you won't get bitter when people start talking about you, and people treat you wrongly, if you won't let bitterness creep in, if you will just keep loving people and loving God, I'm telling you, God will provide for you. He's provided for us, he provided for our our family first. Before he ever provided for the church, he blessed our family. And so that we had, so that we were free to say, okay, we're just gonna keep loving people. And then during all of that, I found my dream car. It was like cheaper than a Toyota Corolla. And so every time something would happen, I go drive in my car and it was just, I feel the, the, the presence of Jesus and the smell of premium gasoline being burned from that v10 engine and i said it's gonna be all right. It's going god's gonna take care of us and that was my therapy that was my therapy and god is but i'm telling you god will be there for you and god knows about your dreams he knows about what you love and what you desire and he wants to bless you he doesn't want you to suffer all your life and just barely squeeze into heaven he wants you to trust him for big things and so that's what we did and man i remember when jimmy and baloo joined our church and i remember when different because i just remember those conversations and people that really pushed us forward. You know, various ones just came in and came alongside us and helped in all kinds of ways, in serving and in giving. And, and once again, never ask anybody for anything. And, and, and now we have three trustees. We got, we got, we got uh, Scott Larson over here helping us as a trustee, we have Brenda Statham watching. Uh, Brenda and, uh, and, and, and her husband really stepped up. Brenda and Ward really stepped up that year. And just different ones just said, you know what? Okay, we don't have a worship leader. I'll help lead worship. Okay, we don't have this. I'll do that. And, it, and I saw people come and serve God. And it was such a confirmation to me. So if you're in a difficult place, keep loving God. Keep loving people. Everything's going to be all right. It's just, if you can survive this, there's going to be glory.
0: There's going to be glory. I just want to kind of go back a little bit before um, during pre-launch. So when all of the folks from Promised Land joined City Chapel, uh, one of the things that Pastor Harry was teaching us is to, what, what he said, bless other churches. So he asked this. God told him that do this. You know, we're, we're a church, a new church. We're trying to save money, raising money to start a new church. But he comes and tells us, everybody on the launch, I want you guys to continue tithing to Promised Land. Not to City Chapel, but to Promised Land. And we are like, what? But we you know, we we could take that money and give to City Chapel. But I remember, uh, I still remember that till this day that we did that. It was like trusting that God was going to provide in the future. Because, you know, your, your flesh is telling you you need that. Why don't you keep that? But God's saying, no, I'm going to provide you. Do what I do and see what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, so I remember... After we, we said we're going to leave the church, we were still writing that check to Promised Land. And then I can't remember yeah. when it was when you finally said, okay, you guys can start. It was in to, to September
1: that we decided that. I was
0: like, yeah. okay, cool. But yeah, I think was... that just started something great from the very beginning, something that you taught mm-hmm. us that God wants to do, and just taking that first step and believing trusting what he's going to do in the future. Because like, like that story he said that you know, we needed to raise a, a certain amount, and Ark was going to give us the other half, if we, if we raised if that, we but could, we did we it
1: alone, yeah,
0: yeah, we didn't do that, right, so and, we didn't get the loan, yeah, but,
1: which is good, like we've said, never been in debt,
0: yeah, so, <laughs> so a lot of great things happened there, you could see yeah. something on papers, like, okay, we needed this, but we're here, we're going to be sure, we're, we're supposed to launch here, you can see that situation be discouraged, or, Trust God, say, okay, he's going to provide, which he did that.
1: Yeah, and, and in the launch phase, I, I felt strongly that we could either build a culture of givers or we could get, build a culture of keepers. And I want I want a culture of givers. And so if that's giving to another church, great, that's giving. And uh, Robin had talked to me because we were, Robin and I, Pastor Robin and I were very open about things. And so he, in June, he said, look, uh, you're, I, I notice all these these 20-some people that are going with you, they're still tithing the promise. And he said, how about you have them start tithing to you now to help you build funds, and I went and prayed about it, and I said, look, I really appreciate that, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) I said, we're going to rebel against you on this one, and we're going (laughs) to keep giving to promised land for another, like, three months or something. I just feel like it was was 50% of the amount of time that we had left, and I said, look, I want to give the first 50% to you guys, and to sow into you, and to leave blessing you. Like, I just want to leave blessing you not sucking zapping from you like I just want to leave blessing you guys and so that's what we did and uh, I I saw I've seen God bless that so your obedience once again it's it's obedience that God blesses it's obedience that God comes in and and he supernaturally rearranges things for you Um, so we survived year uh, what is that year five we survived 2019 and man we were excited to get into 2020 hallelujah glory to God 2020 Yeah, yeah, that's part of how we survive, Uh, fantasy football, come on somebody, we got Jimmy in there, we got uh, Ricky over there, we got, yeah, our Super Bowl, this is 2020, so we were fired up about 2020, had our soup or bowl, and uh, that was to raise more soup and stuff for our our, our pantry, and we were fired up, and then uh, COVID hit, and how many of you came in 2020, how many of you joined City Chapel in 2020, nice, thank you. Got Carolyn, got the Bowsers. Yeah, 2020. Whoo! They
0: were uh, here the last Sunday before we closed for COVID, right? Isn't the that last the story? Sunday they yeah. You all visited. That's right. The, the last, last Sunday, Sunday before we closed, we closed our, doors. our doors and we couldn't meet because of so COVID. So we closed
1: our doors in, a, in, in, in in obedience to the to the state of Texas. And as soon as as soon as they said we could open it, on May second, we opened it. But during that time, man, we saw the church just be the church. And I just want to thank you all who were still with us. You were making prayer calls. You were serving youth. You were FaceTiming youth. Uh, you were serving kids. A VBS online. These guys made boxes for 30-some kids and drove around Buda and Kyle and San Marcos and South Austin and dropped those boxes off so that then when you did your your, your FaceTime, whatever, yeah. your live VBS, the kids had these these projects to make and put together. And Man, my that goodness. That was a lot
0: of fun. We never thought that was going to be something that kids would attend, but we had like, yeah, we delivered 30 something, but online when we were looking at the numbers, we had like a hundred kids. We had other wow. kids from other churches that were watching that because other churches, yeah, we were already kind of feeling that we needed to do something online, but I kept pushing back. It's like, I've never done online. I am I'm, I'm I, I can't be in front of a camera, but when we decided, hey, th- we're not going to be meeting, this has to happen now. So we jumped on that, uh, you know, some of the churches, they, they were kind of, a step behind from that so a lot of the kids from the churches they watched that and it was really amazing to be able to minister to those kids through a camera yeah
1: well in our whole church it was awkward for all of us like we started during April and May right during Easter we had to have a a recorded a pre-recorded service and oh my goodness I didn't sleep at all the night before Easter because our worship team and you guys didn't sleep much either, those of us that were with us, we ran through it multiple times because they were oh, yeah. they weren't they were they weren't pushing the right button or somebody did push the wrong button or something and I mean it didn't record and you go through a whole service and it didn't record so I preached the sermon like three times it took me hours to upload it. I remember I uploaded it 30 minutes before it was going live and then the Church of Jesus Christ broke the internet on Easter Sunday. I don't know if you guys remember that, but all around the world like Facebook literally, was freaking out because of the amount of people that were streaming and worshiping online. And so God, God's still doing stuff. He's still working and moving uh, even during COVID. And uh, I saw the church of Jesus really move forward. And I saw some people really get discouraged Um, But I saw more people reach out to those people who were discouraged and take them by the hand and call them and encourage them and I got so many replies from all of you that were making those phone calls. We decided, phone calls, we decided, for those of you that don't know what phone calls were, we decided to look at our database, 417 names, and divvy them up between um, people at about a group of 20 and call them every week. To pray with them. Now, what are you doing in your, in your life? How, how are things going? How can I pray with you? And so many people came back. I was like, man, I was struggling and I, and I got a prayer call and I was scared and I got a prayer call. And so, um, yeah, thank you to everybody that was making those prayer calls and serving in that way. It made a huge difference. I mean, literally, there are churches that were churches in 2019 that are not churches in 2022 because of 2020. And so, what we our obedience, once again, was such a key, and our sacrifice was such a key, and you guys sacrificed financially, too, so that we could upgrade all of this stuff. 2020, up until that point, was our biggest giving year ever, and so people, when they got stimulus checks, they were giving to the church. People, and so, I I don't know, I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for for that, and for you all. How many of you came in 2021? How many of you were with us in 2021? Jason, join us 2021. Lou, the... Yeah, Rocky, Janice, um, and some online as well. We actually have people who joined us online that I still haven't met yet. Um, Their name comes through the system, and I don't know who they are. That's really weird. Uh, But uh, 2021. They they give to the church, and we've never met them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, faithfully. And I I do not know their name. I've tried to Facebook stalk them. I can't find them on Facebook. um, Just to see who they are, just to thank them, just to, you know— Uh, reach out to them and uh, anyway so thank you those of you that are with us every Sunday in in your PJs or whatever joining us um, it really makes a difference. Actually, you know, you might think the church is shrinking just by looking around, uh, but honestly, we have somewhere between 50 and 100 people joining us every Sunday. Um, it's something like between 30 and 50 computers that join us, and the national average is two and a half people per computer. So anyway, uh, I'm thankful for all the computers and the people behind those screens that are joining us and, um, uh, yeah, continuing to be a part of the church. So i um, uh, any, any, final, any final thoughts
0: for 2022, Pastor Eddie? Looking forward for, to the next seven years. Next seven been, years. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. Yeah, we just want to thank everybody. We've met so many people uh, the last seven years. Uh, some, Like I said, some of you guys are still with us. But those people have been a blessing to us. Yeah. And I, we hope that we've been a blessing to them, too. Like Pastor Harry said, sometimes, you know, they leave for multiple reasons. Um, but we hope that, you know, by coming here, uh, we somehow made a difference in their life. And we we saw that, you know, in the seven years. We shared some of those stories. But yeah. we're so thankful for you guys, your your sacrifice, serving and helping and just helping us, um, like uh, Ruina would say, populate heaven.
1: Yeah, man. Populate heaven. That's hell. That. Populate. Let's populate heaven. Let's get some people, because that's what it's all about. Like, it's not about a church building, and it's not about a ministry. It's about the kingdom of God, and God cares. <laughs> yeah, so let us care, too. We've buried folks, <laughs> and uh, yeah, married folks, and we've been, we've been blessed to see marriages restored. Dedicated babies, uh, dedicated babies, a lot of babies, um, baptized a lot of kids, seen a lot of kids give their heart to Jesus, yes. seen people healed of cancer. Alma was healed twice of cancer. H- had yeah. gold dust one time in the in the in the uh, gold dust falling on somebody when we were praying over them uh, in the in the school. Um, I mean, yeah, we've seen God do some amazing things, and I believe He's just getting started. We've seen. Yeah. People slain of the Spirit, seeing people uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, just, just standing there. Um, we're not here to manipulate anybody. We just we want to lead people into the presence of God. Uh, as Evan Roberts said, we, have, we personally have experienced the joy of knowing Him, and we want to bring others into that joy. So Father, I just pray for this group of people right here. Maybe they're visitors, maybe they're, they, they, they've been here for a while. Lord, may they experience the joy of knowing you. <laughs> may they experience the joy of knowing you in their marriage, of prioritizing you in their finances, of seeing your provision for them. May they experience the joy of knowing you. It's such a good thing to know you. Life is hard, there are difficult things, but the most beautiful thing is knowing Jesus. And he is not hard to get along with, <laughs> He is not complicated. He is gentle, he is meek, he is lowly of heart. He will scoop us up right where we're at. He comes to children. He resists kings, but he comes to children. So Lord, may we humble ourselves, lean on you, call on you for as long as we live. Lord, may you raise up prophets and priests and and kings and and, and leaders of industry from this place. May you raise up worshipers and worship leaders. May you raise up uh, people that you have called and preordained. For such a time as this, I thank you for your determination, Father, for your plan, for your will, and I thank you for your people's obedience that activated it, that made it connect heaven to earth, that made it happen. May your kingdom come, may your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Yeah, you can give him some praise. All right. We love you all. Um, we We got some cupcakes for you. Church, uh, yes. we this is a this is a real real life birthday. Do we do we know where the
0: cupcakes are? They're in the hallway. <laughs> they're in the hallway. Yeah. I think. Still no, no, in the hallway. someone set it up. Okay, it's cool. Well, hall, was out there setting it up. So.
1: they're in the hallway. Sweet. Uh, so. Grab some cupcakes. Oh, and today is Tomorrow. tomorrow's Danielle's birthday, Woo! and uh, Chris.
0: Happy birthday.
1: So we're not gonna sing you happy birthday. Uh Oh, yeah, that, that, that was the original women's group. That's the original small women's
0: small group. That was before our launch. That's that was before, before we launched. the church got Th- These are a bunch
1: of projects that we did before we launched. So they're going to be going through that. But, uh, well, yeah, we just blessed Danielle in Jesus' name. She's going to have an awesome year. This is going to be her year to get closer to God. She's going to have peace in every area of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, so enjoy some some cupcakes. Uh, The taco truck should be out there. Um, They they take cash, I think, or card, and it's not expensive. And great tacos. The youth are serving up some cappuccino. Um, There's a jumpy castle out that way for the kids. If you want to hang out, we'll be setting up some tables for us to hang out. You're dismissed. Thank you for joining us.